0: Back to another episode of Quick Switch, where I give you the latest in Nintendo news, upcoming and current releases, and the latest sales on the eShop in 15 minutes or less. My name is Chike, aka it's basically fun. We're at episode 30 on September the 30th. I did not even plan that. I I don't know how that happened, it just worked out the other way. But happy Friday, happy episode 30, happy 30th. How's it going? How you doing? We made it to the weekend what are you going to be playing this weekend? Of course, I will always be playing Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak because title update two dropped just yesterday. In fact, it dropped Wednesday night. So it's been really fun to fight all the new monsters. Haven't gotten yet to Risen Camellios yet. Still plugging away at that master rank. So keep going. If you want to play with me, follow me on Twitter at basic fun and you can find my friend cone there and we can drop in and we can do some hunts. So anyway, got some fun and interesting stories. Although this first story is not super fun. It's actually kind of, uh, more just telling about just the industry in total. So in a report from Axios gaming, a former employee by the name of Mackenzie Clifton and this person decided to name themselves because, uh, they, there were an anonymous recently but Clifton so she used to work for Nintendo filed a labor complaint earlier this year against Nintendo and with the contracting firm Ashton Carter. So the complaint alleged that the employees had interfered with her decision, uh, Clifton's federally protected rights to discuss unionization without fear of retaliation. So let me get to some of the talking points here. It says during a QA portion with Nintendo of America, President Bowser uh, with Nintendo of America, President Doug Bowser, Clifton asked what does Nintendo of America think about the unionization trend in QA in the games industry as of late? They told Axios. The incident, without specifics or names, was first reported by gaming website Kotaku. Clifton's question wasn't addressed in the meeting, but later that day, Clifton says a supervisor from Aston Carter called them, saying it was a downer question and advising that them to direct such inquiries to the contracting firm, not Nintendo. Clifton was baffled and kind of angry less than a month later Clifton was fired so that was really really interesting and so this person reported this back then and they came out to Axios and it was just it was really baffling that someone just bring up a question about unionization in the games industry. It wasn't asking Nintendo or this contracting firm about unionizing, it wasn't telling them that they were going to unionize. They were just asking, Hey, how do you feel about unionization in the games industry and in QA? Because uh, in QA, in the games industry, a uh, little bit of Inside Baseball, and hopefully I get this right. And if I'm wrong about this, someone can correct me that they tend to not treat their Employees with the best uh, work circumstances, and they tend to, as I've heard, crunch them a lot in terms of hours, specifically in QA. So, and there's a little bit of background work on this. Uh, it talks about how she, for, uh, the Clifton first got their contract gig at Nintendo in 2018. It says things were actually very good initially, citing uh, an early promotion and a raise. Best of all, after a manager noticed their skill trouncing co-workers in Smash Brothers fighting games during breaks, Clifton was sh- shifted to testing the then forthcoming Smash Brothers Ultimate and then Clifton worked on Smash for much of the next two years as the game received new post-release content. Co-workers recalled Clifton as one of the best testers on the team, with a sharp eye capable of spotting bugs that the others would have missed. It says working on Smash Brothers was, was special, in part because of their connection to the game, and, their, and they and experienced bouts of suppression in college, and then the Smash Brothers kept them going. And, but at but at Nintendo, they become frustrated with their contracts, force breaks, and the lack of agency as to, as a temporary employee. So you know, thousands of work might get them and their fellow testers added to Smash Bros Ultimate. When they heard in 2021 that an effort to do so was refused somewhere up the chain, Clifton was utterly crushed. And it's a quote said, drove me to suicidal ideation, they said. If all this work I had done for all these years meant nothing to this people that they couldn't even just modify a text document, why bother? They remember thinking, citing a medical emergency, they told their bosses they needed to stop coming to the office. After they left, the game's credits were eventually updated with their name. In January 2022, they began a new contract at Nintendo before firing in February. So as you can see, there's a long history with this person working as a contract employee for Nintendo, working for Nintendo, and just bringing up things like unionization. And ultimately, I think there should be an opportunity for these employees to unionize so they can get the rights that they rightfully deserve. And it looks like Nintendo and other companies are not wanting that to happen because they're wanting to squeeze as much of the the employee juices out as possible. And as we've seen, that's not the best thing for a company to do. Because when you do that, you tend to get a very rushed and bad product. You see this time and time again with all these AAA titles that come out in very, very bad states. thinking specifically right now of cyberpunk 2077 and right i think it's in a good state and i think after all the patches it's in a good state but when it first released it was awful and there's so much crunch behind all of these games and when you don't treat your employees well you tend to get a bad product and when the employees don't have the opportunity to unionize what can you do about that when what when did their rights come into this? And so hopefully this article will expose some of the shady practices in regards to Nintendo and other companies trying to do this. So not a good look for Nintendo, but good on this person, uh, Clifton, for coming out and making their, their thoughts known to Axios about this so they can expose some of the evilness that, that resides around these companies, because these are actual people you're dealing with, you're dealing with actual employees, you're dealing with people and you should treat them in cor- accordingly because you there are actual emotions and things behind this. You can't just run these people like machines. So. Yeah, wanted to spend a lot of time on this one to kind of highlight this story here. So moving right along, we have a story, real quick, we have a story from uh, it was KTLA75 about Super Mario World going up in Hollywood, Universal Studios. So there's a little bit of a, a picture of construction going on, and this place will probably be done in around early 2023, so there's a little bit of info about it. There's a press release, you can. I will link that in the description so you can take a look Look at that. Uh, Don't want to spend too much time on this one because I wanted to get to this very random thing that I wanted to highlight today. So we have this this person from Reimagined Games recreated Super Mario Brothers in the Unreal Engine using Chris Pratt as Mario and the trailer for this is incredible even the thumbnail for this it has Chris Pratt and Charlie Day as the Mario Brothers respectively we got Jack Black as Bowser Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach and then Keegan-Michael Key as Toad and it just has you as Chris Pratt as Mario running around in the Unreal Engine and it took a long time So, uh, I'm gonna put out a quote here, Uh, read a quote here. It says, I am a lifelong Nintendo fan and I'm very excited for the Super Mario Brothers animated movie from Illumination and Nintendo. So, I decided to make some sort of fan project while we're all waiting for a trailer. But then I started to wonder what it would look like if Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, Anya taylor joy Jack Black, and Kiku Michael Key were actually these characters in a realistic mushroom kingdom. That seemed like an incredibly fun idea, and that's why I'm attempting to make this game. With zero game development experience, I'm learning Unreal Engine from scratch and picking up any other skills that I can can along the way in an effort to make this a legitimately great action game. It looks really, really cool, and they're doing a really great job. Um, No shot of Bowser yet. It's just of Chris Pratt as Mario, and just doing warp pipes. There's actual level design. It looks really, really good. There's more than I could ever do. I mean, but this person has zero game development experience, and they're doing a great, great job. So I'm definitely linking this in the description. So check out this trailer by reimagining there's a trailer and there's also some gameplay as well so yeah check that out cool let's get into some releases so like i said monster hunter rise sunbreak title update 2 is out and I will link the patch notes as well as patch notes for Splatoon 3. That dropped yesterday as well. So Splatoon 3, we're at version 1.1.2. And there was an update for that. There is it's a pretty hefty update, but it has a lot of different balance changes. So I will link that so you can get more about that. Also. Out today, we've got Skyrim the Anniversary Edition with just, I think, just kind of Shadow Drop. So, the Anniversary Edition includes all the things from Skyrim, but also you have a new Creation Club content plus all three official add ons, which is Dawnguard, Hearthfire, and Dragonborn. So, if you've never played Skyrim, which I'm pretty sure most people who own a console, have played Skyrim at some point. It seems like Skyrim gets re-released every single year in some way, shape, or form, but Skyrim is a really fun game, and I've played that multiple times, and you can do a lot of fun things in Skyrim, and the possibilities are literally endless, I think. There's a lot you can do in this game, but it is available today for $69.99 on the eShop if you want to pick up Skyrim, the anniversary edition. Tradition. And also coming out today, uh yeah, it's out today, we've got EA Sports FIFA 23, the Legacy Edition, and it says the Legacy Edition features the latest kits, clubs, and squads from the top leagues in the world. It will also feature the addition of top women's clubs and some of the world's most famous stadiums, including brand new ones, an updated visual identity, and a refreshed broadcast overlay package. FIFA 23 Legacy Edition will feature the same gameplay features and moj from FIFA 22 Legacy Edition without any new development or significant enhancements and that's actually really really bad and if you know if you've ever watched angry joe he's talked about madden uh extensively about how they update this and they don't do anything they just change the number but it's the same amount of game engine access and it looks like fifa is no different because we're talking about ea here and if you want to pick up fifa 23 i actually would recommend that you don't because it looks like it's the same thing from people 22, but it's available for 39.99 on the eShop. And before we are out of time, let's get into some sales. And super exciting, we've got a Monster Hunter Rise sale that ends on October the 4th. So we've got Base Monster Hunter Rise available 29 dollars 50% off from $59.99. We've got Monster Hunter Rise Plus Sunbreak, the bundle $49.99. That's 28% off from $69.99. We've got Monster Hunter Rise Plus Sunbreak, the deluxe edition fifty nine ninety nine. That's 25% off from seventy nine ninety nine, or if you want to just get base Monster Hunter Rise the Deluxe Edition the Deluxe Edition 34 50% off from sixty we've got various amounts of other DLC available uh, something to ask you if you have Monster Hunter Rise on break did you get the paid layered DLC layered weapon DLC what did you think do you think it's worthwhile I think I saw a tweet from someone that it was about 250 a piece for each set which is about $14 I think a little bit more than that for each weapon yeah if I'm not mistaken, yeah, that makes sense, uh, but yeah, so what do you think about that, we've also got a couple of sales for Monster Hunter Rise Stories 2, Wings of Ruin, uh, you have the base version for $29.99, 50% off from $59.99, and then the Deluxe Edition for $34.99, it's uh, 50% off from $69.99, and also, I think I mentioned this on Wednesday, we got Monster Hunter Rise Generations Ultimate, 11.99, 70% off from $39.99, so a whole slew of monster hunter games for you to try out and for you to play and that will do it for the 30th episode of quick switch thank you so much for listening to me thank you for supporting me and helping me make it out to 30 episodes my name is Chik aka it's basically fun you can follow me on twitter at basic fun and i will see you back here on monday bye